Hi, I'm Michael Cashew. And I'm Adi Cashew, and you're listening to The WAG Podcast. This podcast is about health, wellness, and personal development. Each episode is a short conversation between Adi and I on a single topic with actionable steps. We cover everything from food, mindset, fitness, and relationships. We started WAG because of the way health and fitness changed our lives, so we hope to share a tool or two that helps you along your way. Hey, we are going to be taking a break from recording new episodes of the WAG podcast, and we're doing this to create space for ourselves to think a little bit more creatively about how we want to show up back to the show and how we can make it the most productive and amazing for you guys. If you have any ideas on things you want to hear or the ways that we can approach the show, please email them to info at workingagainstgravity.com. Thank you so much for being here, and we really appreciate you. Hey there. Today, we're talking about how to stay fit over a long period of time, like a really long period of time, like the dream. Like lifetime. Living the dream. It's so common for people to yo-yo diet and to get really, really motivated for a, an event or a specific thing that's coming up in your life and to push really, really hard, but not to build the systems and habits that make it really a part of your lifestyle that allow you to maintain your results and maintain a body that you love over a really long period of time. And I think what we all really want is to feel comfortable in our skin all the time. We don't want it for just this season that we're in or that's coming up, but we always want to feel fit, healthy, and like we look good. Yeah. I think also it doesn't have to look exactly the same way all the time. It can look a variety. Like your body doesn't have to look exactly the same, but it's about maintaining the way that you treat yourself. And it's so easy for people to slip back into old habits or to get complacent or to just forget what it is that got you to the place where you were feeling amazing. So today we're going to talk about how to feel amazing forever. And at the end of the show, we have, or towards the end of the, sh of the show, we have five specific mindsets and practices that you can use to maintain your progress over time. Why this is so important is because we really want to adopt a fitness as a lifestyle versus fitness as a quick fix type of mindset. When we're when we go for the quick fix or the the six week to being shredded program. A lot of times the, the habits or the behaviors that we have to use to uh, get really, really quick results are very different than the ones that we'll use to maintain those things really long term. They're just not as sustainable. Yeah. And it takes a good amount of you know, understanding and knowledge and willpower and experience to use the quick fix strategies and then maintain and then, you know, switch to the sustainable habits. It's not impossible. Um, and with the help of support and other people who have that experience, it is possible, but it requires a lot of discipline and it's definitely harder to maintain. Uh, I think we get stuck in this, this need or desire to, as soon as you realize you're not where you wanna be or you make a decision that you're gonna change, right? So maybe you've realized you're not where you wanna be for a while. And as soon as you make this decision, like I'm ready to change, it's almost like you have no patience where I want 
those results now. So what is the fastest way for me to get those results? Thinking that that's going to get you the ultimate happiness that you're looking for when if we could just have some patience and some compassion and slow down a little bit, in the long run, we would probably have the results that we're looking for Mm -hmm. and maintain them. So let's break this down a little bit. Let's break down what is involved in maintaining results and maintaining progress over time. One of the things that I think is so overlooked is just the power of perseverance, Mm -hmm. the power of just never giving up. I have made so many mistakes. Adi has seen me fail over and over. Like, like say, tra- we've said transformation starts Monday hundreds of times. Yep. And every time I'm, I feel so committed, so confident in my resolve. And then I feel like I'm back at square one two weeks later. And I've like binged or eaten a bunch of sugar or something like that. And the, th- the biggest reason that I have stayed fit for the past 12 years is because I just never give up on myself. I continue to, you know, sometimes I get really hard on myself, but I never stay down for long. I just pick back up. I start small again and I just don't give up on myself. Mm-hmm. And you really do have this attitude of it's just not really an option. It's not an option to take care of your health and wellness. It's not an option to try and, you know, eat healthy and exercise and live that lifestyle. So, continuing to show up every day to try to find the way that works for you until you until you get it and that is just awesome it's so awesome perseverance and grit are one of the biggest determining factors of success in any endeavor including losing and keeping weight off yeah um the next thing too is that people often struggle with maintenance so when you get to, so we're all so motivated when we have this goal, like I want to lose 20 pounds and the motivation keeps you going and you're like on your way. It's so much easier to make these deemed sacrifices or compromises on what you're eating because you're on your way to this, this end state. And then once you achieve the end state, when you want to maintain it, it's a different feeling maintaining something that you already have versus striving to achieve something that you don't have. This and, is really good, by the way. And I've no, I don't think I've ever heard you say this. No? This is really good. Well, it's just a different feeling. So first, just understanding that and having some awareness of once you achieve the goal, it's going to feel really great and you're going to have this motivation to maintain it for a long for a period of time but it's not that long it's usually short-lived and then all of a sudden your habits start slipping where it's okay I'm gonna I'm going to eat more here or there or I'm going to eat things that I wasn't I wasn't eating before or just little things. I'm not going to sleep as well I'm gonna exercise a little less because I already got the thing I wanted and the motivation because you already have it the motivation is different it just, it's not as exciting. It's really exciting to get something you don't have. It's not as exciting to maintain the thing you have. It's example like getting a, a new car 
or maintaining the car that you already have. It's kind of boring to like clean the car that you already have or like check the oil or do all the mundane things that it requires to keep your car in tip top shape. Unless we're practicing negative visualization and listening <laughs> to the WAG podcast, of course. Right, exactly. But how exciting is it to get a brand new car to save money and to get a, like the first days you have this brand new car. It smells amazing. It feels amazing. It looks amazing. And then it is essentially the same thing with your body. You've achieved this new car. I look good. I'm lean. I'm performing well. And then it just kind of like loses its luster over time. Yeah. I really, really like that. <laughs> I like when I impress you on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we're so driven by striving towards goals. Mm -hmm. And when we don't have a goal, it can feel, we can feel lost. We can feel unmotivated. We are so driven by having goals mm -hmm. and once we've reached the goal they can be it can get really hard and, and be to, re sorry to, to be able to maintain something for a really long time you have to be practicing those habits for a pretty long time for it to really sink in and become automatic for you and to become just a part of who you are and it would be really helpful for people to adopt the mindset of maintaining my health and wellness and overall well-being is a goal forever. It's just, there's no end point and forever is a really long time. And that takes away a lot of the motivation. Mm -hmm. So another one is that what worked for you then may not work for you forever. Can so you talk about this one. Yeah. So naturally you're, you're going to have to try new things. So being able to maintain your results over time, it's not about just doing what you've always done. And that goes back to continuing to show up, continuing to try new things. You're in this state of like the reasons why things have been difficult for you is because you spent so much of your life as this high intensity athlete who was exercising so many hours a day. And then now you're just not doing that. And even over the past few years where, I don't know, when I first met you, we were doing, you know, a CrossFit workout every single day right? And we're not doing a CrossFit workout every single day right now. And we're not, we're doing more low intensity exercise and just recalibrating. And I'm still eating like I'm training for CrossFit games. <laughs> and just like recalibrating though takes time and it's really hard because we have this, you know, proven concept of this worked for me and got me my results before. So it must continue to work for me now. And that also gets people stuck in terms of not being able to maintain their results because you have to change your strategy. And that's hard. Change is always hard. So I'm a great example where I've had to change my strategy so many times over the course of my life. I started when I was 16 and I wasn't exercising at all. Uh, I was younger. My metabolism was very different. I I just like was had terrible eating habits. So just getting consistent was super powerful for me uh, and the accountability. And then I've had to change over time, becoming an athlete, training in CrossFit, then training in weightlifting, and then now going through pregnancy and postpartum. Like I've had to change strategies so many times that if I didn't have the attitude of I am committed to showing up no matter what, or this is forever, and my goal is to continue to put my health and wellness as a priority, then I would just fail over and over and over again, or I would just fail and become like succumb, accept that I'm just never going to live the life that I want to live. Mm -hmm. And that's just, that's the worst case scenario. 
So here are five ways that you can stick with this long-term and make this a real part of your lifestyle. And the first one is to start again, to never be too big, to never be above just starting over, starting again. And this is a term uh, commonly used in kind of the mindfulness area. And what it means in mindfulness or meditation is like every time you notice that you were lost in thought, then start over, start counting your breath again. Because the entire goal of meditation is simply that noticing. So when you, when you notice it, even if you notice it a thousand times in 10 minutes, you've succeeded. That's not a failure. You, you've succeeded. You're noticing and you're starting over and you're refocusing. And so in our nutrition, if we simply adopt the mindset that there is no like, there is no real end goal, it's a practice. And the practice is to be as aware as possible of our nutrition. And anytime we notice that we've gotten off track, just start over. And some of the other way, some of the other things that we're going to mention here are how to really capitalize on when you start over. And I think it's important to note that starting over does, or starting again, doesn't mean you're starting from scratch. Mm -hmm. I think there's this feeling of defeat that can come with, oh, I have to start again, or I have to start from square one. And it isn't necessarily that way. You're not starting from scratch. You're starting from a place of experience. And you've had your past experiences. You've developed levels of discipline along the way. You've you've learned you know, your own triggers or your own temptations. And that is all still there. And you should give that credit. Starting again is taking a new breath. Mm-hmm. It's not forgetting that you've taken so many breaths before. So. Even if you've gained more weight than you started at, for sure, you're still starting from a place of higher skill level, more awareness, and just more ability to mm-hmm. tackle this problem yeah. this, this time. And that can be a double-edged sword because in one sense, that's a really beautiful thing. And then in another sense, that could lead to you having really high expectations. And so I'm going to s- skip so on the uh, I'm going to skip to the next one and it, it's going to be that one of the ways to not give up is to lower your expectations. And if you have these expectations that your rate of progress is going to be the same as it used to be or the same as somebody else or different than what is actually going to be in this moment right now, then you can create a lot of frustration for yourself, which makes it harder. And often frustration and disappointment is what leads us to eating the thing that we don't want to eat or or doesn't align with our goals or doing the thing that doesn't align with the kind of person that we want to be. And trying to minimize that expectation on ourselves to have a certain outcome or releasing our attachment to how this is supposed to go, lowering your expectations is setting yourself up to not give up. It's just, I'm showing up today. I'm showing up today and really lowering your expectations for the results. Number three is to start small. And this kind of goes hand in hand with lowering expectations. Achieving big things has so much to do with momentum and building trust with ourselves, building self, building our self-esteem. And there's nothing that kills our, our self-esteem and our trust in ourselves like breaking promises. So when we start really, really big 
because we're so motivated and we start trying to do 10 new things all at once, like go to the gym five days a week and drink a gallon of water and track our macros and X, Y, and Z. When we start really big, it's really easy to break our promises and break our commitments to ourselves. And it's really hard to get started sometimes. It's really, it can be really overwhelming. And so one of the biggest things that we recommend people do is start really, really small. And our friends over at Precision Nutrition ask their clients, what are you an eight to nine out of 10 likely to follow through with? Yeah. Right? What is, what is almost inevitable that you will follow through with? Uh, and do that for a couple of weeks, that becomes automatic, and then you take it to the next level and make it a little more intense. Yeah, try and avoid the whole, but that's not big enough, or that's not enough, or I could do more than that, because you'll build to that. You're not going to be at that small step forever. Just build to that. Build the confidence that you just can start getting going. And whatever is a little bit more than what you're doing right now, but not not so much that it's satisfying your, it needs to be enough, mm -hmm. a little bit less. <laughs> and number four is treat yourself as if you were a beginner, even if you're not. So it kind of goes with the lower expectations and starting small, like we're all around, around the same theme. But we did say you're not starting completely from scratch. And having a beginner's mindset when you're starting again is going to be helpful. Maybe you're when there's something that comes with being experienced that sometimes you miss the details. When you're a beginner, you want to do everything perfect. It's super motivating. It's all brand new. So you pay attention to the details. Then as you become more experienced and things become more habitual, you miss the details and you start being a little lax with yourself. Honestly, most of the time unconsciously. So if you come with a beginner's mindset of, I'm going to give this my all and I'm going to also have compassion for myself when I fail, which is number five, have compassion for yourself when you fail, then you're going to be set up to be more successful. Number five is have compassion when you fail. This is not about perfection and perfection is not attainable. So when you make mistakes, when you fall off track, and I'll use, I'll use a uh, meditation example again in a second. Be really compassionate with yourself and just get back on track. When you're meditating, some of the most common advice is to notice your attitude or your perspective when you notice that you've been lost in thought for some amount of time. It doesn't serve you at all to beat yourself up about getting lost in thought because you didn't choose to get lost in thought. You're, you're sitting there trying to meditate and it just happened to you. So part of the practice is, again, just starting again, continuing to count your breath. And if you're being hard on yourself, that's just more thinking. So in terms of nutrition, if you're being really hard on yourself for getting off track, you're actually making it harder for you to get back on track and you're making it harder for you to stick to it long term. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So the five are start again. S lower your expectations, start small, treat yourself as if you were a beginner and have compassion for yourself during failure. And hopefully this gives you the encouragement and motivation that you need to continue to prioritize your health, even if you've achieved your goal. And we want you to just look hot forever. <sighs> Thank you.
Thanks for joining us. Stay in touch by signing up for our newsletter at workingagainstgravity.com or on Instagram at workingagainstgravity. And don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and refer a friend. We'll be back next week with another episode. Talk to you then.